Every day Every night All the time <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of High TV Now this is a different episode It's not a cannabis news now Not a high rant Just a celebration Likewise with you on 420 I mean, isn't 420 that special day? Isn't it that day that a lot of us in the cannabis community look forward to? And just understanding this 420 that we're experiencing is unlike any other you've experienced before. For the simple fact that this 420 is under quarantine. This 420 is adjacent towards this virus scare. I mean, it's amazing. But yet we still as a community find a way to enjoy ourselves on this day. I know a lot of you guys out there probably hit the dispensaries. I know the lines were long this week at these various dispensaries. I know your dealers are probably living it up right now. You know, and I'm sure you are having a great time. So I thought it was a great idea, you know, to come on a podcast, have a conversation with you, you know, make sure I'm in the same conscious level as you are. And I enjoy my cannabis on 420 and go ahead and have a conversation. You know, just talk about one this day. Talk about maybe some 420 that I had in the past that was pretty hilarious. And perhaps just, you know, kick it. You know, I feel like I didn't drop an episode last week. So I think it's, it's my right to kick it with you. I mean, if you feel like it, you enjoy the podcast, you want to kick it with me, that's cool as well. I mean, we're all on quarantine anyway, right? And the more time we have is now we have the more time we have inside is the more we value what we took for granted. A lot of things that we enjoy being outside and and being around individuals while experiencing it, we're going to take that for granted because we never had that taken away from us like we did before. And who knows, maybe, you know, like this 420 virtual smoke sessions is what's happening now. People are on live, people are on FaceTime and they're just smoking with each other. They're enjoying things. They're they're communicating with each other and hopefully you're doing the same thing you know not even only on 420 but when you're enjoying cannabis during this quarantine go ahead and facetime somebody you know go ahead and give them a call you know check up on that one friend make sure they all right make sure you guys have a nice smoke session together because we can't pass this joint to, in reality maybe maybe we could pass a joint Virtually, And it might not be as good, of course, but at least it's sharing an experience with, with another individual during these trying times. So, again, uh, 420 is that day. People always try to figure out where the word 420 comes from. And there's so many stories talking about how you had some stoners that would smoke at 420 p.m. every day. You had some people that were from an area where the number was 420 or the school was like PS 420 or something like that. You never know what, where the true origins are. And cannabis seems like something very similar to the, you know, pipe passed around in the Native American culture, where it's all about communication, talking and storytelling. And the story of 420 has permeated not just in America, but around the world. People are celebrating the joy that they have for cannabis and it just sucks that we want to enjoy this day we look forward to this day probably planned since 20 since 2000 that yo 2020 bro it's going to be 420 all month man like all month we're going to have this planned we're going to go here and get high <laughs> you know we're going to travel here you know stoners always got to get high in a different location right a stoner can look at a regular ass place in in uh, reality, and be like, you know what, I'm going to smoke there and plan out their days for it or travel somewhere, go to a different country, who knows, go to the beach and smoke on the beach. And I swear that all these plans people had made for the whole month have just gone out the window 
but it's not all lost. I think now that we've been inside for so long, we have a hunger. All right, we have a wanderlust building inside of us. We're wanting to travel. We want to get out there. We want to see what the rest of the world may look like. And we want to be around each other again. I think once, again, once you take things for granted, you often forget how much you value it. You know, social interaction, even on a, on a larger scale, is a nice thing. You know, it's way, way better than isolation. I know a lot of us probably, if you enjoy cannabis, you probably got anxiety or something. You probably have social anxiety where you try to limit social communications, right? Or keep it to a little, or you don't like small talk. You know, I myself don't like small talk. I like real talk. Let's talk real. You know, let's have a real conversation if we're going to have a conversation, you know? Instead of saying hi, instead of making up these little short questions and sentences that come together that really you don't care about, <laughs> you know? But it's just the right thing to do socially. And we may look at those times and cringe and not look forward to it and be like, you know what? I'm happy I get to be home. Because that's all we want is a break from the world sometimes. But now that our break from the world has lasting upwards of two months, it's getting scary. You're having people out there rioting. I know you guys saw this on the, on the news. You've seen on the internet, on Twitter, on Instagram, wherever you read your information. People are in the streets protesting. Right? Protesting for their ability to go back out into the workforce and earn some money. And for good reason, most Americans in this country don't have more than $4,000 saved. Or if they stop working there, their money saved up will only last them. If not, their living paycheck, paycheck to paycheck will only last them for that month. And so when you have this economic disparity that exists in our land of the free, the USA, you're going to have these riots pop up. And it's not the people who you would think would riot who are probably going through the worst during the shutdown, right? Those who don't make enough money, those who have low wages. You've seen people of all likes and kinds in the streets protesting, trying to get back out into the workforce. Because even if you have money, folks, even if you're getting paid six figures a year, chances are you got six figure a year salary bills. And if you're not working, if you're foreload or you're laid off, you're not getting paid and all your vacation days have been used up since the last month, it's not looking pretty. And that $1,200 may not be perfect. But again, a day like 420 is perfectly timed. When everybody is going through this, these trials and tribulation of trying to survive during this thing and having to wear masks everywhere you go and gloves and having to take extra precautions and yada, 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 420 comes around to allow us to just take the stress off our backs, sit back and relax and just light up. You know, just for a moment, that brief moment, take a break. You know, reminisce about the times in the past where you enjoyed for a 420 or enjoyed cannabis. Think about the better times. Think about maybe the future and what you're going to do once things get better. Now's a great time to plan, you know, and cannabis allows us to take this step back. It allows us to, let's say, not be put on a bench, but stand on the stand on the sideline while still very attentive to what's going on in reality. But except instead of being on the floor, you know, making your moves in an anxious pace, I'm talking sports here. For you, for you guys don't, don't play sports, imagine you're on the court, you have to make decisions, you're feeling pressure, you're not thinking wholeheartedly, you're not thinking critically, and you're not seeing the whole picture because you're in the moment. But when you're using cannabis, that allows you to take a step back, relax your mind or relax your body. You're able to kind of think of things from a different angle. And maybe that's needed you know, in a time like this, if there's any a time for 420 to occur, the best time is right now. 
Now, of course, we can't do all what we plan to do and go to these events and do whatever we want to, we plan to for 420 because all month is going to be a crazy affair of cannabis events all around the world, probably because it's 420 all month. When is that going to happen again? Another 100 years. So with that being said, maybe the next 420 all month is going to be the best, right? 420... Wow, so that's like thousands. I wonder if we'll be smoking cannabis, you know, a whole hundred years from now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wonder if that's going to happen. Probably not. Probably not. But uh, anyway, man, I want to talk about a past 420 I've had, right? I think it's great if we're having a conversation, talking with one another. We share things that happened in the past. It's how you get to know each other. It's how you get to relate. And... If you guys have any 420 stories you'd like to share, go ahead and send me a message on Hemp International. You know, go ahead and leave a voice note on Anchor, and I'll listen to it, and I'll respond to you either privately, and if it's great, I'll put it on the podcast. But most of them probably just going to talk mano y mano, one on one. So a funny 420 experience I had was probably my first 420. You know, I've heard of, I heard of 420 before. I wasn't a cannabis really user. I was an athlete. I was just like, eh, that stuff looks kind of dumb, right? And I tried weed before, and it was great, but it just wasn't, you know, like, exciting. Now, fast forward to this 420. I want to skip some details to kind of, you know, keep people out of the story. Uh, what's that? Statue of limitations. But uh, <laughs> in either way. And either way, so this 420, right? We decided to go ahead and get a whole ounce. Mind you, this was a cannabis crew that enjoyed a gram faithfully. We were fine off a gram, if you can imagine that. That's how brand new and unseasoned cannabis users we were. We were just fine with the little bit we got. And we thought, you know, with this 420, we're going to go ahead and get an ounce. Now, all of us couldn't get the ounce, but one of us did, right? One of us got the ounce. We were excited. We couldn't believe we saw this much weed at once before. We felt like we were doing something bad, right? Because we never saw that much before. Oh, yeah, more than a gram? That's too much. That's like stoner status. Well, I guess this 420, the stoner meter got turned all the way up, right? And now we got to find a place to enjoy it because the place where we're currently having this, we can't possibly do. It's like, no, it's impossible, right? So we have a friend. A friend lives, you know, not too far. They have a nice or a decent house, if you will, for like some college kids. And we decided, yo, let's go in there and let's go ahead and enjoy this cannabis because they're already smoking there anyway. So might as well make it like a 420 thing. So instead of just having a regular 420 between friends, we decided to make it a whole event. Impromptu. Wasn't even planned. No one knew what they were going to do for 420. But. Everyone heard about this one location, and it became a thing. Well, I kind of fast-forwarded. So we find a place. We decide, you know what? It might be a cool way to have, like, a nice little get-together, invite some people that we know. And we had the ounce there. So the coolest thing about the ounce was we didn't just have it as flowers sitting there. We, like, pre-rolled everything into little little blunts. So it was, like, a, a the amount of blunts that could fit in, like, a whole box of... I don't even know, man. I can't even remember. It was, like, a big square cube box and it was filled with blunts i couldn't believe it i couldn't believe my eyes i was seeing like some wiz khalifa-esque type things even though you know wiz khalifa don't fuck with blunts but either way you get what i'm saying all right so paint the picture again brand new into the cannabis world cannabis community we're having an ounce the biggest amount of cannabis we've ever seen ever in life right it's ecstatic about that and next up we have all these blunts pre-rolled right so these these things are going to last throughout the whole day okay 
Now, I don't remember what time it was. It was probably later in the evening, like, I don't know, 6, 7, 8 o'clock. We get to the house. Now it's like about five to six of us. And we decided, yo, we're going to enjoy these blunts. But the blunts were like a lot. So it was like, yo, we need some help with these blunts. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like after one, two, how much more can you take? So we end up inviting one. That one turns to five. And then mitosis somehow spontaneously occurs. And that is like, you know, 20-odd, 30-odd people in the house. Now, mind you, while that was happening, we were inviting the people who were close to us to help us finish up these blunts. Not finish up, but, you know, at least put a dent in it. We invited one. When that might, when we invited one, next you know, three, five come over, and we're all having blunts. And it was like the whole house was in the largest sesh you can ever think of, like the biggest rotation ever. It was like Henry Ford's assembly line of the Model T. It was ridiculous. And uh, the whole house was hotboxed. Now, mind you, at the same time, at the same time the house is being hotboxed, some of the ounce that we got that we didn't pre-roll, we actually tried to make cookies out of it. And I don't even remember what occurred, but somebody probably found the cookies in the oven and ate those things while it was blazing hot. So at one point, we're mad because it's like, how did they even eat this before it was finished baking and we laugh at the other point that this person was probably so baked they didn't even realize that the cookies was fresh out the oven hot as hell they saw ooh cookies and it reacted like Dee Dee and Decker's laboratory you know what I'm saying and just dove in head first and probably burned their roof of the mouth so it wasn't mad that we lost a wee cookie but hey but the point was it was this regular thing that we planned between immediate friends that turned into his whole 420 party i guess you will call and everybody in the whole play it was just misty it was it was so much smoke it looked like you had a whole firehouse or like a smoke machine in the corner of the crib i couldn't believe it and for somebody who was so new to the cannabis community this was just ridiculous to me this is like california-esque stuff because you know i never thought of it and that was one that was probably the first 420 and one of the best you know, I feel like the first time you experience 420 and when you're so excited about cannabis, you know, that's something that you look forward to. And I hope you enjoy cannabis today of all days. I hope you are having the best 420 ever. And hopefully you're staying on the positive side. You're looking on a positive note. You're not looking at this quarantine and the shutdown as a, you know, bummer on your 420. Listen, just because you're having a sesh by yourself and you and you're, uh Social distancing doesn't mean it's a bad thing, all right? Be safe, enjoy your cannabis, and light up all you can, man. Light up all you can. On a side note, outside of 420, have you guys saw what's happening with the oil? Have you seen how many, how many people are, you know, unemployed? I say this because some of you guys out there may be into stocks like I am recently, I should say. And I realized that the market started, the bear market turned into the bull market which in layman's terms mean the market that was going down and plummeted. I mean, nosedive to the ground. All right, everything was red. Decided to turn green as of recent. And what if that is just a false positive? What if we're thinking that this whole demise from the coronavirus is over, but in fact, it's actually going to continue and continue at a rate that we're not going to be able to predict? I mean, look at the uh, unemployment rate. Unemployment rate is up to 16 plus million. I'm sure that's rising every day. And I'm sure the numbers were higher before, but it's just slowly rolling out the numbers as to not shock the economy, which is a smart thing to do. And then you have oil now that is 
negative 35 cents. I mean, oil was how much? A hundred something a gallon not too long ago, and now oil is negative prices. I can't believe that. What is literally happening to the American, you know, public? You know, some people may say that what's happening is a shift of power, and somehow this virus was like the wiping of the slate, you know, and bringing of the new. Who knows, man? I don't want to get into conspiracy theory, but it's quite amazing what's currently happening with the coronavirus. I mean, a lot of us were asking why so many CEOs stepped down from these major companies around January and February, literally right before the coronavirus hit. Now, that either means that those people that stepped down were somehow aware of the tragedies and what may occur, you know, in China due to the coronavirus, such as the shutdown and the economic stopping and the market falling. And they're saying, you know what? I want my win record to be high percentage, like I'm the Golden State Warriors or the or the uh, San Antonio Spurs, and I'm gonna drop out, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna retire like MJ and I come back a little later and win, and win another chip. So maybe that's their plan, but who knows, man? Some people are saying that this coronavirus is planned to happen for some odd reason. My thing is, why would you want to kill off nearly half a million people or get half a million people sick and then kill off like? tens of thousands either way man i know i kind of bounced back and forth from being the positive outlook then going right back to reality and reality is kind of not too light pretty and gorgeous right now it's looking pretty ugly muddy and murky listen that's the thing 420 is something to enjoy and it's something to definitely take your mind off what's going on now but just because what's happening now isn't the greatest of situations doesn't mean we can ignore it doesn't mean we can't just put it to the side, you know, out of sight, out of mind. It's real. You got to know what's going on. And, uh, yo, another thing, cannabis stocks are not looking good at all. I was thinking I caught the bottom, you know, right when I mentioned that the market turned green and started to go back up recently. And I got some cannabis stocks. And I thought, you know what, it's probably going to go way up higher than here. But it doesn't even look like they're doing well. You had a stock like Aurora Cannabis at $10 recently this year. And now you're seeing Aurora Cannabis. I can't even say the name, Aurora Cannabis stock at 76 cents. I bought in around a dollar. I mean, there's no way this thing is going down less than a dollar, and it is. You know, I wonder what's going to happen to these cannabis conglomerates like a MedMen, like Aurora, you know, and like others. And I hope that they fare well. I think it's just the dog days of cannabis, at least stock-wise, and they're going to look bad now, but you're going to wish you bought in at this time because you're not going to see them as low as it is now. And I know the industry is struggling as a whole to compete with the black market, but I'm telling you, eventually, once you have wide adoption of organized, legalized cannabis and not purchasing from dealers, then you're probably going to see a change, right? It's going to probably be right now to go of these cannabis companies to attract the older individuals who have a higher trusting of authority and brand than those who are younger than they are. Chances are, if you're 65 years old, you're not calling a drug dealer. You're going to the dispensary, right? I mean... Maybe if you're a cool 65-year-old, but for most of them, they're playing it safe. They're probably not even real weed smokers. They're using it for, for medicinal reasons, and they're going to the dispensary for that reason. So what you want to do is target those young you know, cannabis users into your shop. Maybe it's influencer-wise, or I think they're already trying that with cannabis influencers. I wonder how, how it's working. Uh, you can have direct communication to them, have them involved in the branding that you're putting across if they feel like they have identity with the brand you're having. Have prices that are great, have delivery. You know, have something that causes people to say, you know what, going to this place is better than going to my weed dealer. The price is competitive. Chances are they can't compete once cannabis gets to a certain level, which I'm sure will happen. 
uh, have better quality product and have overall quality branding, customer service, and and maybe even loyalty points. I mean, they do have resemblances of those things now, but the issue is they're not executed to the level that they can be. I mean, you look at the cannabis dispensaries now, and they have all this pretty lipstick on, but they're a dirty, sweaty, muddy pig underneath that lipstick. And that's what people call MedMen right now. I mean, don't like to really shit on individual companies, but we kind of got to call it out for what it is. As we said, we're looking at reality. Not just because it's just because it's not pretty doesn't mean we can't look at it or acknowledge what's occurring. MedMen has gone down more than 90% in value in 2019 and is continuing in 2020. MedMen was one of my personal favorites for their ability to market, their ability to brand, and their overall ability to use the color red because I fucking love the color red. I don't know. What is it? Is it tomatoes? Is it, it? Well, I don't know what it is. For some reason, I grew up liking blue, and then now I like red. I don't know what's going on with me. I don't know if somehow I got brainwashed. You know, my personality has changed. You know, I was like the the angel that liked the color blue, the color life, the color of the sky, the ocean, and now I like the color red of destruction. Of destruction. You know what I'm saying? And evil. Who knows, man? Who knows? But either way, they use the color red. I love how Mad Men looked. I was a purveyor of Mad Men and, and, and was an evangelist for them. And I realized that their products were not of the highest quality. They didn't really care about their patients. They really cared about having a business that was worth a certain amount of money. They weren't of the cannabis culture. They were good at business. And so they decided to take them for this new frontier. And it worked. They have still, in today's time, somehow still raising tens of millions of dollars and in in the past hundreds of millions of dollars and somehow it's still not working out i mean they expanded for medicinal in florida they have recreational around the country they even have a place in fifth avenue if you go back on these podcast episodes all right like back in 2018 all right maybe even 2017 if i go if if the episodes go that far you're going to see episodes of me praising med men me being a fanboy like these Tesla fanboys, which I am, uh, I love Tesla, and I evangelize for Tesla at the same time I do. I did MedMen because I was so excited for the industry to look legit. I was so excited for the industry to look presentable and communicate much like other legal and society intertwined brands already are. And they had all of that aesthetically. But when it came down to the most important part, when it came down to what cannabis customers love most, the product, they did not come through. All right. They just decided to go ahead and make this shit ball shiny. That was a terrible. What? Make this shit shine. Whatever the hell this shit is called. I don't remember the saying, but you get what I'm saying. They decided to take some crap, shine it up, make it look pretty and have it glisten in the light. And somehow they took the smell away from it, too, because you couldn't tell from far away how shitty their products are. Now, granted, that's why they made a change with the CEO. Apparently, the guy that was a CEO allegedly rumored, not fact, just hearsay, that apparently, you know, the guy wasn't real cannabis guy. He called his, you know, his dispensaries, the crack house, and he has to feed his crackheads and all these other things. And that level of energy, that level of, 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 of disrespect or that level of or lack of love for the cannabis plant is going to result in failure. And a lot of these people who grew cannabis for decades from their family 
hate these corporations, but have to, you know, go ahead and turn legal and consolidate their farm. And we're seeing the same thing or similar things that occur in the agricultural world, such as these rural farmers having to consolidate their farmlands. All right. What they produce and they sell to these markets they have to consolidate their farm because they're being bought out by a large company that owns multiple amount of farms. That's what these cannabis companies essentially are doing in this time. Simply put, if you've been growing, as mentioned on this podcast probably a million times, if you're making a couple hundred thousand dollars off of your cannabis grow every single year, and now cannabis is legalized recreationally and the price per pound has dropped, nosedive like the stock market doing coronavirus, there's gonna be a it's gonna be a hard time for you to continue that lifestyle, continue that business. And you want to not lose it. So what do you do is, is sell it or partner up. And that's what a lot of these, these uh, growers are doing. Or they're going straight out of business. You know, and I know people are still growing illegally at this time, which a lot of people are. But for those who are out in the open and they're not able to escape the persecution, like helicopters flying above in California, that's what they have to resort to. So it's just very interesting to me to see where the industry may take and to see what, uh, what may or may not occur. I don't really, I don't remember what my point was, to be honest with you. I feel like I just went on a whole long rant. But guess what? It's 420. There's cannabis in the system. And I'm, I'm going to have a Kanye rant or two. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to have a Kanye rant or two. But again, yo, hopefully you enjoyed it. You know, hopefully the time that we spent now was very brief. But it was a, it was at least fun, refreshing. I, I got to check in on my guys, all right? You guys haven't heard from me in a long time. So I decided to drop episode, especially on today, 420. Celebrating it. Just having a conversation and just enjoying it. Because at the end of the day, that's what we love, right? Sparking up, talking, listening, learning, maybe even laughing. Either way, yo, this has been High TV. Stay tuned. Stay high. High TV. Happy 420, y'all. Happy 420!